0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/edge to get started today.
1: I'm just about that action, boss.
0: Welcome in to another episode, wow that was harsh, of the NFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Ryan McIntyre, I'm Rod Villagomez, and we today are going to give you our power rankings, talk a little bit of odds around them, and then of course we will end the night by discussing, day, night, whatever it is, I don't know, it's been a long weekend already, by discussing some DeAndre Hopkins news. Ryan, hi buddy, it's been a while.
1: It has been a while, Rod. How are you, man? Hope you had a good Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I know you are in the Army, so it's it's always a special holiday. I think as a country, we forget why we take that day off as a country, so it's always good to reflect on those that have served this great country. Give us a chance to uh, talk a little NFL Power Rankings on May the 30th. May the 30th, yeah. I mean,
0: again, we always talk about how close the NFL season is getting, and it just continues to get closer each off-season episode. Uh, But yes, we are definitely going to take some time today to talk to you about some of our power rankings because why not? I mean, this is the fun part Mm -hmm. about uh, the offseason. We get to spend some time talking some craziness. Uh, And then, of course, we'll end it by talking about some power or some uh, where we think DeAndre Hopkins should end up. But I think we should probably just start before we take our first uh, our first ad break. Just kind of talking about that craziness before we start placing him on a team. DeAndre Hopkins no longer going to be an Arizona Cardinal. I'm not surprised, Ryan, honestly.
1: No, and I think the, the Cardinals aren't even hiding that they're tanking this season. Um, I, Obviously, you got the whole Kyler Murray situation. I don't know when he's going to be back with this, not even having DeAndre Hopkins on the roster for this entire year, just getting rid of him. I don't think they're going to rush him back. I think they're going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes or – uh Drake May for uh North Carolina. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here, but I mean, I think one thing is clear with this DeAndre Hopkins situation. The Cardinals are in the Caleb Williams uh number 1 draft pick uh, sweepstakes.
0: Yeah, and listen, spoiler alert, the Cardinals will nowhere be nowhere near our top 10 uh in the power no. rankings. Not even close. In fact, if there was a bottom 10, I I may not even put them in there because they're not even that good. So uh, it's going to be very interesting. And as a as a Niner fan, I'll take the two free wins. So that's definitely something because it's just there's no way these Cardinals are going to compete. I'd be surprised if they won a game, if not two, this season at all.
1: Yeah, hopefully they don't win Week One because they go to Washington. So that would be embarrassing if my team laid an egg in Week Number One. But it is the NFL. I'm sure they will pick off somebody or one or two teams along the way just because if you're not ready to play in the NFL, especially a 17-game season, every given Sunday. So, uh, yeah. No, I think the Cardinals, though, they had the lowest uh, win total for a reason. They're by far the worst roster in football. So, yeah, number one pick. Here they come, it looks like.
0: I mean, other than, other than DeAndre Hopkins, it feels like it's just been kind of quiet lately. It just feels like mm-hmm. it's sort of been – not, you know, the, the, the calm before the storm that is all of this. I know everybody's starting to report right. Rookies and and stuff like that are starting to report to their camps. Um, we are, we're not in full fledged training camp mode yet. Uh, but obviously, you know, OTAs around the corner. So I just feel like everybody's sort of biding their time until all of that madness starts. And then of course we'll start to see the burst of news, but obviously the Deandre Hopkins news is the biggest and that's, That's where all of the clickbait is going right now. So uh, it's definitely just going to – I don't know. It's going to take a second to figure it out. And once he actually does decide where to go, obviously the the rest of the news will follow there. But Mm -hmm. um, we'll speculate on where we think he should end up later on in the show.
1: Yeah, I like to call this power ranking season because everybody, it seems like wherever you click on whatever network you want, hopefully you're getting your intel information from SGPN. The guys over at the main station uh, have been doing this as well. It's power ranking season. Everybody's ranking their quarterbacks, their teams, and we're going to rank our teams here today. And then it's positional uh, power rankings, coach rankings. So, yeah, the calm before the storm, I think we got 15 weeks till week one. So we're all just waiting for that uh, first game to be kicked off.
0: Yeah, and, and as far as power rankings go, I mean, obviously, these are hot topics, just obviously subject to debate, which that's mm-hmm. why we're here in the first place. But when you're ranking teams based on what they did last season, obviously, you got to take into account what they've done in the off season to improve their team or what they've done in the off season to not improve their team. Uh, and, and really, power rankings are such a tricky beast anyways, because um, especially if you're a fan of one of those top 10 teams, because then you're you're screaming either they should be higher or why did you put this team above uh, this other team? And it's it's I don't know. It, to me, it's funny because, you know, if you take a look at the, t- the power rankings from last season, I wonder where some of those top 10 teams ended up uh, this year, you know, or, or at the end of last year.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember who like the public team was coming into the year. Uh, I, there wasn't really a team that just completely, Oh, Denver, Denver was the team that really disappointed everybody. Russell Wilson comes over from Seattle that maybe the jets for that team this year that disappoint So we'll see where, if we have them in our power rankings, but, uh, just so everybody knows, J Mark, uh, had to sit this one out because he was going to put the bears number one. So we, <laughs> we so we said, no, you got to sit this one out. So those asking where J Mark is. Uh, he's got the Bears up top, number one. So we said, you got to sit this one out. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> once once we saw Chicago as the number one team, we were like, you know what? Uh, it's cool. Go ahead and handle what you got to handle this week. We got you, buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. But just just uh, We'll see you next week when we're not doing power rankings. Uh, and then positional power rankings, too. Listen, Justin Fields can only be number one so many times before we say uh, stop. We love you, J-Mac. We miss you. <laughs> Hopefully you come back soon. No doubt. Uh, all right. Let's step away for a quick break. When we come back, we will start into our power rankings and talking about the teams that we feel are going to be uh, the 10 best, I suppose, in the league. So stick around. Let's tell you about Edge Boost. You signed up for Edge Boost yet? Yeah, look, you got to sign up for Edge Boost. I'm telling you right now, this is almost free money sitting in the bank. It's the world's first pay bet now, pay later Visa card. Well, what does that mean? It's similar to buy now, pay later programs. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. 0% interest, $2,500 for free. We'll get to that in a second, but here's how you do it you deposit funds into your account. Edge Boost is going to match the deposit so you can use twice the funds on any legal betting site. Edge is currently offering right now up to $2,500 in advances. Listen, We've given you a ton of futures bet over the last few weeks, right? If you don't want to tie up your money right now into those futures bets, sign up for Edge. Get that $2,500. Start placing those futures bets. And then, of course, start paying them back slowly over four weeks. But at least you don't have to put up your money right now in these futures bets. We talk about tying up money all the time. Don't tie it up. Tie Edge's money up. Use that for free. That's $2,500 right now in your bankroll for some of these futures bets. We'll give you the edge double down play of the day later. But right now, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. So as we said before the break, we are going to start breaking down our 10 best teams, our power rankings as they were, um, and take it with a grain of salt. I mean, if you if you don't agree, that's fine. Uh, just uh, tell us why in the comments. Obviously, we want to know. Maybe give us your power rankings. That way we can uh, comment on yours as well. But uh, Ryan, I think what we decided before is we'll just go ahead and, and talk through and, and talk down our, our 10 power ranked teams and then kind of debate on where we where we differ or where we uh, agree.
1: Sounds good. I, you want me to lead it off? Uh, I'll go 10 and then work my way back up to number one. Um, I'll lead it off number 10. I got the team. This team just seems to always underachieve, but they're they still a talented roster, good young quarterback. I'll go to the LA Chargers for my number 10. Uh, number nine, I got a team that kind of was up and down, Mike McDaniel in his second year there. The big question mark, Tua, can he stay healthy? I got the Miami Dolphins talented roster. Jalen Ramsey comes over at number nine. Number eight, I got another AFC team, and this is the team I kind of teased as my sleeper to maybe potentially make a run. Year two of the Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence marriage. I got the Jacksonville Jaguars at number eight. I can't remember ever having them as a uh, number eight in the preseason. So I got them at number eight, number seven. I got, uh, the guy that just got paid, uh, in Baltimore, uh, Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh, always talented. Got Odell Beckham coming over. I got them at number seven, number six is, I, uh, I got your guys over here. I, I just made a flip here. I got the San Francisco 49ers. I want to take them, put them higher, but I just don't know with the quarterback situation. Um, it's, arguably the best roster in football, but with the uncertainty of Sam Darnold, um, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, if he's going to be available at all, I got them number six. This is the one I just flipped. Uh, This pains me to uh, say this, but I got the Dallas Cowboys um, at number five. Uh, Hopefully I don't get fired for ranking them in the top five, but hey, it's a reverse jinx because now they are going to, definitely have a down year and, and disappoint everybody. So I got Dallas number five. And this, I also hate to this. I got, I got the Eagles, the other NFC East team at number four. Everybody knows how talented that roster is. Offensive line, defensive line, Jalen hurts, uh, headed into another big year. A little bit, uh, hesitant on the coordinator situation since both coordinators got head coaching jobs. So, uh, Nick Sirianni's got his work cut out and then three, two, one, I got the three best quarterbacks in the NFL. In my opinion, I'll go to Bengals number three right now just because of uh, the offensive line um, issues of last year, although they were able to patch them together late in the year. I got them number three. Number two, the team that kind of disappointed everybody, I thought, a little bit, but they get everybody back. Uh, Stephon Diggs and potentially DeAndre Hopkins we will talk about that pairing if that does come to fruition. Year two, post-Brian Dable for the Buffalo Bills uh, for Josh Allen. So I got Josh Allen and the Bills at number two and I am going to keep this team number one until somebody beats them. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid are number one in the power rankings for me, headed into uh, the NFL season as of May 30th.
0: I love it. Okay, well then, let me load up mine. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and put the Jets at 10. I'm going to get feisty. They were, you know, they were not too far. They were 7 and 10 last year. If you think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be good enough for at least a 10-win uh, season... If you think that he's good enough for three more wins, I think that could happen. I'll I'll go ahead and get Feisky and put the Jets down there at 10 because why not? Um, And then I'm going to throw the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars in there at number nine uh, just because the same thing as you. Right. I mean, obviously, it's it's a team you can't ignore. And I was going to put them at 10. I was going to put the Jags at 10. But I decided that uh, I would put them at least a notch above. If I was going to put the Jets in the power rankings, I might as well put the Jaguars, who are a little more established, uh, in there over it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and add the Chargers over there at the eighth spot. Uh, Again, I think they're just right on the cusp. It's Herbert, right? Mm Herbert is the reason that they're still as good as they are. Uh, So you you have to kind of give that nod. I, I could very easily see them not being in the top 10. I could. Uh, So that's why it's like eighth is, I think, perfect enough for them uh, until proven otherwise. Uh, I'm going to put the Cowboys at seven. I don't think they're in the top five and almost don't think they're in the top 10 either. But I can't make a case for them above teams like Seattle, Green Bay, New England. Like, I can't I can't do it. So I've got to at least put them uh, in there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put the uh, Vikings over there uh, at six. Uh, because I think that the Vikings are still going to be okay. Uh, but I don't think they're going to be within the top five of, of this whole thing. Right? So uh, I'm going to go ahead and put them there. Uh, and then I've got the, uh, the Ravens, uh, which I still think is going to be a good team. And now they've got more power behind them. Right? And Lamar Jackson is there. So I like that. Uh, then, of course, the uh, I'll put the Niners. Again, quarterback situation. Who knows? Uh, it's just a matter of whether or not they can get Purdy ready for the season, or if we've got a roll with Sam Darnold, which uh, I've already made my stance clear on that one. Uh, and then, of course, just like you, it's the Bills, it's the Eagles, it's the Chiefs. Uh, those those three teams are, are there as well. So, um, I think I did. I leave out the Bengals. I left. Out I the think bangles.
1: you left out the Bengals. If you had to put the Bengals in there. I'm, su- I'm assuming you're thinking top four as well yeah, as the Bengals. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's Bengals. Yeah, it's Bengals, Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs. Those are the, the four.
1: Yeah. So, I would say that's probably the consensus for everybody top four-wise. I mean, I know you could probably – if like, if San Francisco's healthy and we, we knew more about the quarterback situation, I think you could make an argument for them being in the top three. They played at that kind of level from about, what, week eight when they got Christian McCaffrey on, but they – They have the issues at the quarterback position right now. So I think you got to – there's some hesitations. It seems like we kind of agree as well, 5 through 10 in some form or fashion. Uh, You like the Jets. I liked, uh, I think, the Dolphins. So we differed on the AFC East teams. I just – for me, I want to see the Jets before I before I crown them like they they still were a seven and ten team last year they are the New York Jets and I don't know i like you see Rogers he's at the Taylor Swift concert right now he's 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 definitely on cloud nine he's happy to be a jet but as soon as he gets hit the first time or, the, or one of his wide receivers drops the ball is he still going to be happy is it still going to be roses and peaches there in New York so I, I had the Jets right outside the top 10 though I mean it was it wasn't like, oh, I had them down there at 18 or 19. I think that they're a talented roster.
0: Well, and really when it comes down to it at the end, I really believe that the Dolphins and the Jets will be a lot closer than than a lot of people are going to give them credit for because, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, that is just, I hate to say it's an upgrade. It it really is. It doesn't matter if it's Aaron Rodgers, you know, at at the back end of his career, like that's still an upgrade over whatever they've had over the last few seasons. So, it's not a matter of of whether or not he can get it done it's really will he get it done in that and you're right too he's going to have to weather some storms like i don't think this is going to be you know a 14 win season for him but yeah. hell if he can get to 10 again that's that's an improvement for this team
1: yeah, I I think you hit the nail right on the head. Like I I think that whether who finishes ahead between the Dolphins and Jets probably comes down to who wins the head to head matchups. If they don't just split or how they do against Buffalo, um, if you had to take a team outside the top ten that could what wo- that you would not be surprised at all if they worked themselves into the ten to five range. Who would you say uh, the
0: ten to five range? The Steelers. Yeah. I would Steelers because the they're on the cusp. You know, I feel like yeah. they, they're, they were close last year to, to kind of breaking through and they just had to weather through that. I mean, they barely made it to their over 500 for, uh, for their head coach, but you know, it's, it's a matter of whether or not I think they, they can make, take that next step. So I feel like they can, I mean, I feel like there's enough, there's a lot of power in it in the AFC, right? We talked mm-hmm. about it before we even got on the AFC is full of power, but by the same token, you know, there, there's also a lot of room for improvement a la the Jets, the Dolphins, uh, the pa- the Patriots, even, you know, those are the teams that you can kind of leapfrog if you can get over them. And if you're the Steelers, that's what you got to take advantage of, uh, those types of situations.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with the Steelers. Young quarterback. If if I had to choose somebody outside my top 10 that could make a jump, I, I would go with actually probably the Detroit Lions. Um, I know that we've kind of labeled them as they're getting a lot of hype, but the reason they're getting a lot of hype is because they – Finished just like Jacksonville is one of the hottest teams in the NFL in the second half. I almost ranked them in the top 10 just based off what I saw. So I'd, I'd probably say the Detroit Lions. Um, you know what? Actually, I'll make a tweak in my thing. I'll put them in for the Chargers because they finished strong and the Chargers didn't. So I'll say the Detroit Lions as my number 10. Uh, they crack into my initial top 10. But yeah, no, I think it was funny us both breaking down the Chargers. It kind of was the same thing. Roster's good. Don't trust them. Justin Herbert is good, but once again, just don't trust Brandon Staley in that whole organization. No, for sure.
0: Uh, all right, we'll continue this conversation on the other end. Got to take another break, but when we come back, we will continue that and then tell you where we think DeAndre Hopkins is going to go. But we've got another a, a contest for you to enter. It's Brandon's free, and it's it's all kinds of fun, and it's for the NBA Finals. Where can you find this contest? Where you find all of our contests exclusively on The SGPN app. You got series props, you got games props, plus a $100 SGPN gift card is up for grabs. Go right now, download the SGPN app, enter today for your chance to win this NBA Finals contest and your $100 SGPN gift card. All right. We have Nick Fortune in the chat. He says he would rather bet on Steelers to get that record than the Ravens. Uh, I, okay. Okay. But I think with Lamar getting paid now, that might be the, I don't know that you saw the best of Lamar in this contract. I think he was just, I know it was a contract year, but even still, now that he's got that Mm -hmm. out of the way, I think he's going to be better. And then, of course, Nick says bold statement: Detroit Lions have better record than Chicago Bears for the regular season. Your buddy Justin's not going to be thrilled with that, that statement, but uh, whatever. You guys can hash that out. You see each other more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't know if it's as bold only bold to J Mark for the for the Ravens Steelers debate. That's an interesting one. Uh, I like both team. We both like both teams. Um, I, I think it really just comes down to which team is healthier in December. Last couple of years, Baltimore's just been really, really banged up, especially at quarterback position with Lamar. So, if Lamar's healthy and the rest of their team's healthy, I think Baltimore's probably the better roster, top to bottom. But if they're banged up once again and Lamar's not Lamar coming down the stretch, then I think Kenny Pickett and the Steelers could definitely uh, probably overtake the Ravens for one of those last wild card spots.
0: Uh, well, so or in even terms the division. Of- Well, yeah, but in terms of odds are concerned, let's uh, let's take a look at what uh, the books are saying is the their power rankings. And I'm taking this as going from the 10th best odds to win the Super Bowl, uh, the the 10th longest odds to win the Super Bowl all the way up to the first. So it begins with the Miami Dolphins. They are 22 to one to win the Super Bowl. Uh, The Lions are also 22 to one at ninth. Ravens at 20 to one. Jets at 18 to one. So see. They uh they they value those uh Cowboys at fourteen to one, Cincinnati eleven to one, Niners at ten to one, Bills at nine to one, Eagles at six and a half to one, and Kansas City at six to one to win the war are the World Series win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking (laughs) at MLB right now. Uh, so yeah, so again, it's the Dolphins, the the Lions, the Ravens, the Jets, the Cowboys, the Bengals, the Niners, the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs. So the top three. Right? Are the same in everybody's book. It's it's all the, yeah. the Bills, Eagles, and, and Chiefs. But are you surprised to see the Jets at 18 to 1 over the Ravens, the Lions, and the Dolphins? And the Chargers uh, by all means. The the Jaguars are at twenty-five and the Chargers are at twenty-five. So they're just sitting right outside of the top top ten.
1: Yeah. No, I'm not really surprised with the Jets. I, I think that they're a little inflated right now because the Aaron Rodgers, he's a significant upgrade from Zach Wilson. They're kind of the sexy toy in this offseason. Um, and everybody wants to bet on him because it's it's New York, the New York media. And then you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers that's been around for so long. First ballot Hall of Famer here in a couple of years. So but no, I mean, it's interesting that. So my uh, my Detroit Lions top 10 actually is not that bold. If the odds makers have him what, ninth. So, yeah, no, I, I, I'd, I'd like uh, I was a little surprised that the Jaguars are that low. But maybe they're just they are expect a little bit of regression here. Um, because they played such a bad division, I guess.
0: Well, and and what's crazy? So we've taken a look at the division winners, right? And we Mm -hmm. kind of we didn't necessarily set up some Super Bowl odds, but when you look at these guys in terms of their own conference, uh, you talk about the uh, the the guys that we we talked about. So the Dolphins, right, eleven to one to win the AFC. The Jets, eleven to one to win the AFC. Bengals at five and a half to one. Bills at five to one. Chiefs at three point three to one. To win the the AFC, so those are the teams that we talked about within that that range. Jaguars are twelve to one, Ravens are eleven to one, Chargers are thirteen to one to win. So of all the ones that we mentioned, I'm telling you right now, I still don't know that I'm going to take the Jets at eleven to one to win the AFC. That's that seems to me crazy to have them over uh over the the Ravens even that's the same I guess odds as the Ravens at eleven to one, but. Even still, you know, the the Jaguars at twelve to one still seem to have more promise than than the Jets right now, and uh, of course, the chargers, we talked about the chargers, but the Steelers sitting there at twenty two to one. that that would intrigue me, uh, you know, just to just to take something if I was to take a long shot.
1: Yeah, and I, I think you we just continue the theme of what we've talked about um, throughout the NFL gambling podcast this off season. You take out the AFC South. And maybe the Raiders now. Um, You you take out those three teams and then the Raiders. The AFC is absolutely loaded top to bottom, especially at the quarterback position. And it all starts with Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow up top. Those three guys are, I don't think it's really a debate. Those are the three best quarterbacks in the NFL, not just the AFC. Then you get the next tier where you got Aaron Rodgers, um, you got Justin Herbert, you got Tua. Uh, Lamar Jackson you got you got former MVPs everywhere you got Deshaun Watson who was an MVP candidate at one time you got Russell Wilson who was just an MVP candidate a couple years ago uh, maybe in a bounce back with Sean Payton then you got the Pittsburgh Steelers with Kenny Pickett Mac Jones um, with Bill O'Brien as his offensive coordinator it, it's just a top to bottom the AFC is just so much better than the NFC on paper headed into this year.
0: Yeah, well, I, and and again, it's just I I feel like until otherwise proven, it's just going to remain that way and uh, the not uh, the the NFC has to really step up their game. And it's not as if they're without big names themselves over there. I mean, obviously Jalen Hurts, um, I'd say Brock Purdy now, but whatever. Uh Dak Prescott, Dak, yeah. you know, yeah, like and and even Geno Smith is in the conversation for a, a big name, a big young, well, young, but a big Guy that's uh, that's making some noise lately. So yeah, I mean, it, again, the the, the drop off is there. So let's look at the NFC odds for the conference. Uh, we talked about the Lions there at ten to one. Cowboys at six to one to win the NFC. Niners at four twenty five plus four twenty five to win, and the Eagles at plus two fifty to win the NFC uh, as a whole. No surprises, obviously, as we talked about what what there were. I mean, the drop off from there is the Seahawks at eleven to one, Saints at thirteen to one. Really, we're going to give the Saints the nod to win, uh, and then of course the Vikings at fourteen to one as another team we talked about in our power ranking. So, um, I mean, Derek Carr, you think he can make that much of a noise to to give the Saints a thirteen to one chance to win the
1: NFC? No. I don't think so. Uh, but, it, I mean, they are in a bad division, too. It's kind of like with Jacksonville and the AFC South. The NFC South not very good either. You got Carolina rookie quarterback with Bryce Young. You got Atlanta with uh, Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke, whoever. I, I assume they're going to give Ritter the nod, but they always got Heineke. And then uh, Tampa Bay, they're going to be a dumpster fire. So, Baker Mayfield. So, yeah, no, it's, it, I guess their odds are that low just because – Maybe they're just uh, they know they're probably going to win that division. And if you win that division, at least you're in the dance. So um, what do I think of uh, Washington having a higher, higher odds in Minnesota? i not surprised. They got a better quarterback. Kirk Cousins, our former quarterback.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like when you talk about what the Vikings have, they still have. A talented roster. I mean, it's it's not yeah. even as if they don't. Like it's they got talented receivers. Kirk Cousins is still good unless it's you know prime time. But it's it's just a matter of of I don't know what it is that's lacking with that team to put it all together and to make a deeper run. Maybe they do need Stefan Diggs back. Who knows? Uh maybe they need another another guy, uh that another veteran receiver that is going to make an impact that can play alongside Justin Jefferson, uh, which is somebody we'll talk about right now. I mean, I think we've put these odds to bed. Uh, I feel like we've, we've covered the power rankings and their, their uh, impact on the odds well enough, right? How about we move over to some wide receiver talk in the, well, like we talked about on the outset, obviously Deandre Hopkins no longer going to be an Arizona Cardinals wide receiver. That means that he is a free agent and and basically can go wherever he is wanted. But the question is, where is he wanted and what makes sense for him? And I'm just going to say right now the obvious. I really feel like going back to Houston would not be a bad idea for DeAndre Hopkins, given that uh, that team needs him back.
1: Yeah, if I guess if he just wants to go get paid, that would be an option. But I I think with the with what stage he is in his career, he's headed into uh, what year is he? He's already in his tenth year in the NFL. So wow, you're blanking. He's already headed into his tenth year in the NFL. I would assume he probably wants to join one of the contenders, um, to, and chase maybe a ring, kind of like Odell Beckham's done with the Rams. And then, uh, now he's with the Baltimore Ravens. He he's been, he's battled the injury bug these last couple of years or suspensions in his case. Sometimes, um, he hasn't had a thousand yard, uh, season since 2020, but before that, I mean, he had four straight, and he was one of the elite receivers in the league, four straight seasons over 1100 yards, um, and he had 100 catches in three out of those four years. The only year being 96th year, he didn't get to 100. And then obviously double-digit touchdowns at 13, 11, and then he had a 7 and 6. So I, he's definitely lost a step compared to where he was around 2019, 2020 when he had him and Deshaun Watson. But he's still one of the better solid receivers. I, I would say if he joins a really, really good team, like a Buffalo, like a Kansas City. In Buffalo, he'd be a perfect fit with Stephon Diggs. That's where I personally think he's going to go. Um, and I think it would just be another weapon for Josh Allen, another guy over the top, another possession guy. Kansas City, they don't really have that number one wide receiver. Their number one wide receivers are tight end, Travis Kelsey. So I would say those two are kind of playing keep away, trying to uh, see who can get him and, and keep it away from the other one to push him over the top.
0: Kansas City would be intriguing to put him with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, obviously, we know that DeAndre Hopkins can still make big plays. That That's not out of the question. And I I just feel like those last couple of seasons in Arizona, he never had – the. I mean, he never had a Patrick Mahomes. Like, I, I, you can say what you want about Kyler Murray, but he's not one of the elites. Like, he's not a guy that is going to make a wide receiver's career, right? Because obviously, you can't be – a, a hall of fame wide receiver without some kind of quarterback to get you there. I mean, if you got a really junk quarterback, it's not going to get you the yardage that you need to be a hall of fame wide receiver. So, and, and, you know, you can argue that DeAndre Hopkins has made the best out of uh, bad situations before too, but he's still a talented wide receiver that if he got the right quarterback uh, at toward the end of his career, he can still make great plays. The last couple of seasons, you're right, have been dismal for him uh, with Arizona, 572, 717. I mean, that's, you can't you can't stake a career on something like that. So if you put him back with another quarterback, I'm sure he's in line for 1500 yards or 1400 yards. Uh, well, maybe not that many. Well, I don't know. There's 17 games. You can kind of get there again. Um, but on a Kansas City. I think he could at least get 1,200 yards on a, on a team like Kansas City. He can get 1,200 yards out of Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah, Patrick Mahomes can make anybody uh, go for almost 1,200 yards if he just throws him the ball. Um, that, I mean, you see what Juju did last year with uh, just going back. He he almost had a thousand yards, um, eighty catches, and then he got a contract out of it just with playing with Patrick Mahomes for a year. So yeah, I mean, if that's the route he wants to go. I think it's a smart one. I I think definitely Kansas City or Buffalo if he wants to win a ring.
0: So if you want to look at contenders as far as we talked about him wanting to get a ring, um, Philly, obviously a place to go, but they've already got A.J. Brown. I don't know that they can support A.J. Brown and DeAndre Hopkins because you know Hopkins is going to want to be the guy. He's going to want to be the man. I don't know that he can take too big of a backseat to a guy like A.J. Brown on that roster. How about you?
1: Yeah, I don't think they can afford DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, like you said, A.J. Brown, talented, but I don't think they have room for another guy like DeAndre Hopkins. So I don't I don't think the Eagles are a fit.
0: Yeah, I, I can't see that happening either. Minnesota, any anything for Minnesota? I mean, obviously they're not as in contention as these other teams, but maybe they're a DeAndre Hopkins away from it. I don't know.
1: Uh they I, I don't think so just because there's too many chefs in the kitchen there. Justin Jefferson and then they just got the rookie from USC Jordan Addison. So I, I don't really see Minnesota either.
0: Yep. San Francisco, they've got Debo, they've got Iuke. Like, I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know that he'd make too much of a of a difference in that offense because again, they don't they don't go deep very often nowadays. It's it's run the ball. And it's throw underneath, right? I mean, they'll, they'll turn Debo loose every once in a while. They'll, they'll throw to Iuke every once in a while, but you know, that, that team is not predicated on a Deandre Hopkins style offense.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't see the fit there, but it would be intriguing if they were to make that move because I mean, to be another talented guy that would fit right in with San Francisco, but I'm with you with the way that they want to play offense with Kyle Shanahan. I think they like more of those possession guys.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say I would hate it as a Niners fan. I would definitely love to have another wide receiver in the mix like that. But again, I mean, we we seem to be turning good wide receivers over with every single time we we, we pick up the, the ball. So I'm OK with not having him if that is the case, as long as he doesn't end up on like Seattle or something like that. So, uh, yeah, don't don't let him end up on Seattle or L.A. I mean, either one of those other teams. L.A. seems a little bit intriguing, but maybe not.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't really see L.A. either just because they already got Cooper Cup. And I don't think they're one piece away from winning it.
0: No, they're really not. And not a wide receiver away from winning it either. Um, I don't know. Bengals, Cowboys, Ravens, those three teams. Anything anything make you say woo
1: in that? Ravens are intriguing just because they already got Odell. They added uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think whenever there's a sexy name out on the block, I think Dallas is always a player, especially with Jerry Jones. Um, he's already played at Houston. Maybe he goes over to Dallas. I think Dallas is a dark horse here. Just with, pair him up with CeeDee Lamb. They like having talented wide receivers in Dallas, so I think they're definitely a player.
0: That actually makes a little more sense to me than maybe the Bills even as far as just having uh, CeeDee Lamb and DeAndre Hopkins because both of those guys – then it's, who do you cover? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't cover both of them at the same time with double coverage. Cause then, uh, then one of their new tight ends will rip you up and it's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I could see, I could see, uh, Deandre going over to Dallas and probably, uh, feeling like that would be a good fit for him.
1: Um, yeah. the only ironic thing is that they just signed uh Brandon cooks too. So they have Brandon cooks with CD lamb. They got Michael Gallup, a lot of guys that struggle to stay healthy. So Deandre Hopkins would fit right in. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, You gotta love it. Um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, other than that, look, it's, it's just a matter of, I feel like he can kind of punch his own ticket at this point. I, I know there's a lot of teams that would probably love to have his services Uh, affording. him might be a different story as well. Uh, But you know, as far as who, who he goes to, that's one thing, but who does he improve enough, Ryan? If we're if we're taking a look at this, who do you think he improves enough to take it to that next level? Uh, as far as where his services are are really going to make a difference in in odds and in shifting odds and in in bringing us closer to you know being able to bet on a team?
1: Uh, I don't know if he really moves the needle as much because I think he's going to go to either Kansas City or Buffalo. Those two teams are already at the top of the Super Bowl market. Um, but I think who does he probably improve the most? I probably would say Kansas City just because like you said, they they kind of had that void for the number one receivers. Uh, Valdez scantling is uh projected as their number one receiver with uh, Kadarius Tony. So they have a big hole right there. Slide DeAndre Hopkins in it gives him a vet. I, like we already said though, if he does go to Buffalo, I mean, that's a really good one to punch with Diggs and Hopkins, and then you would with Gabe Davis in the slot, so. I, I think one of those two teams is is moves the needle a little bit, but not too much. I mean, they're already at the top of the betting markets for a reason because they have the best quarterbacks and uh, better rosters in football.
0: wonder how long it's going to take for us to figure out or for us to find out where he is. Could has- be any minute. <laughs> yeah, you think so?
1: Who knows? I mean, I, I would assume that they're probably going to move quick. it probably be done this week.
0: Yeah, I, I would think that he doesn't want to be sitting out on the uh, on the open market for too long. Obviously, we know that not only does that kind of erode your price, but it also kind of, as as teams start to solidify their rosters and, and their camp rosters, kind of gives you, I don't know. But with DeAndre Hopkins, I'm sure they'd make room at the table. I, I don't think there's a, a way for them to not at this point. Yeah. So. Um, yep. All right. Well, I, I feel like we've uh, thoroughly covered what we were intending to cover today, Ryan. How about you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like you said, this is more the downtime of the NFL, but we're here to bring you content year-round, so we'll cover the stories as they go along. You never know. Something might break here in the next couple hours, so uh, make sure you follow uh, the NFL Gambling Podcast and just all our different platforms, so get your latest up-to-date NFL news.
0: Indeed. Well, then, uh, as we wrap things up for the folks not watching on YouTube, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media?
1: Yep, and for the YouTube crowd watching. And make sure you go check us out on YouTube. Uh, we're going to start trying to schedule these out. So make sure your notifications are turned on. I know Moonoff set the thing up today where uh, everybody knew we were going live at 2 Eastern, 11, your time on the Pacific, Rod. Uh, so, yeah, no, I mean, if you got your notifications turned on, you'll get you'll just get a quick notification that uh, we're going to go live at this time and we're going to do our best to uh, be able to stick to that exact time and, and give you guys – a bit of a notice so that you guys can plan around. But yeah, back to your original question uh, at Moneyline underscore Mac is my Twitter handle. Hit me up anytime. we looking forward to talking NFL with you guys for year number two on the NFL gambling podcast and season will be here before we know it. It will certainly
0: be here before we know it. And that's what we're all looking forward to. Follow me on Twitter at RJ via Gomez link in the bio to Everything I got going on, follow the NASCAR gambling podcast. We had a hellacious weekend this weekend with the Coke 600, Uh, Of course, Monaco, Indianapolis, all the great racing that was happening. uh, Follow that along there. Uh, Link in the bio. Like I said, everything I got going on. We'll be back again next week with some more content for the NFL Gambling Podcast. But until then, have fun, everybody. And I hope you enjoyed your weekend. And uh, we'll see you next time. Let it ride.